she's 90 my tag Just written it all hang out She's a friend Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben and I'm glad to be here. And the reason is my good friend Dilruk Jaya Singer is sitting opposite me. Oh, really? Is that the reason you're glad to be here? But I've always been here from the start. I know, but sometimes, you know, like I'm, I'm in a good mood and I, I got excited to see you. That's good. Yeah. I mean, that, but, that, that, but are you saying there have been my moments in the podcast where you haven't been in a good mood? Because yeah, I'm I, here? Can, I can, I can oh, tell so you. Probably the moment Episode when you gave me eight. <laughs> <laughs> when you handed me a thousand dollars. Yep, that's pretty much. I it. just got back from yeah. Perth, where I was doing my. I started my tour, um, the Cheat Days tour, and I talk about the. Uh, <laughs> and um, well, I have a lot more to tell when we catch up one on one. But one of the fun parts is seeing the people in the audience who cheer when I say uh, mention the podcast. So that's been cool. <laughs> I that's been it's very lovely. But we do have a guest today, Benjamin yes, Lomas, uh, very very super funny stand up comedian who crushes almost every gig I've seen her do in the last wow, three that's, four that's months. One hell of a review, Mike. It's well, it's true. It's not a like, I don't think she's funny, no, <laughs> but she crushes her gigs. <laughs> no, an absolute destroyer. We're so excited to have her. Please give it up for Eve Ellenberger. Yay. Hi, thank you. Welcome. Are you, uh, Eve might be our first international guest. Um, oh my god, I, I think Freddie was. Oh, of course, Freddie Flintoff. Okay, first American, then maybe, right? Yes, okay. and Ben Russell, who was on last week, it technically counts as um, his yeah. parents are American, so he's close. So we're getting closer to America a little. By little. The difference is, I flew here for this podcast. That's oh, so true. See, and this so is what we true. appreciate. Yeah. You like, flew here. Ben grew here. It's yeah. all. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I was actually. I wasn't. I wasn't born here either. You Where flew you here as well. Yes, I flew here as well. We all flew here. Where yeah. were you born? I was born in the Netherlands, oh. small country near Germany. Thank you. I've been there. <laughs> where, 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 that's where Peter Pan's from, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I do have Another the Peter Pan, Pan complex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so none of us were born here. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, yes. This is the true American dream, is uh, it? but in Australia. To come over. Amer- what is the American dream to you? Because it used to be the thing about coming over from a different country and building your life and starting your family, right? Now it's having a good enough passport to move somewhere else. To live. <laughs> <laughs> when did you come to Australia? Sorry? When did you come to Australia? Um, three and a half years ago. Because I knew that you guys would start a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I, like, I don't even the know them, but yeah. I want to be there. I want to be a fit <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling these two guys are going to like go on this health challenge. <laughs> And start a podcast that's gonna kind of talk about those themes, but like be really broad after a year. They'll be like, "I want to talk to you." Or or, or pretend to be experts about topics we have no education about. Yeah, I listened to some of your. um, I was listening to you talk to Ben Knight. Um, I was like listening to the tram today, mm. um, and then the whole beginning was just like about him playing squash, and I was like, they better not fucking talk to me this way. Because uh, <laughs> I don't have any of the, the oh, oh Ben, you're so agile and quick. <laughs> we like, were really fanboying, but both me and Ben really had to. Yeah, really, we moved down the the sexuality spectrum during that episode. I think we you went down, close. moved down. Wow, and shouldn't have said down. That is, that <laughs> down? Is, no, you move up and down, don't you? Well, you like move across, across, across. Down makes it sound like we went down to hell where the gay people are. That's what that sounds like. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> I want to go to heaven with all the straight uh, people. Um, it's kind of funny because we we were generally both fans of, of Ben and his physique. Like ever since I've known everyone him. is. No one listens to what he's saying. But we, <laughs> <laughs> play us another play us another song. You hot beast. <laughs> 
I mean, it's just he has that thing where it's like if if you ever need help, you know, you just want Ben on your team. So you're just right. like, thank yeah. you so much for what you're going to do for me one day. Right, um, right. Even when he plays indoor soccer with his uh, with the other comedians and stuff, apparently he's just a star. But enough about Ben Knight. Thank you so much for uh, for Liz for actually listening in the first place. And I also listened to one with, with Sonia. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, and it was funny because Ben was like, oh, yeah, like the beginning was just like Ben's so fast and agile. And then Sonia was like, women suffer. Like that was... <laughs> I was yeah. like, it's a I was big like, jump. I, like, I can do this podcast. This is coming What 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 made you come to Australia in the first place? Was it uh, comedy and stuff? It actually or? was, and I always, I get so much shit for this because I'm from New York. Yeah, and, but and everyone's like, why would you come here? I'm like, you're right. I should have stayed in like one of the hardest cities in the world yeah. where rats have it better than people. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and there's more. There's a rat that went viral in New York subway. Remember oh, that the pizza, pizza rat? rat? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's right. That was me. <laughs> 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 nice to find an immediate. Yeah, you hit your peak, and I was like, I'm off to Australia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't go more viral than this but um uh yeah it's super hard i mean i just like i love new york so much but it's a hard place to live i wasn't living there uh i spent like 10 years away from new york right and then i went back and i was like what the fuck am i doing here and i was trying to get into stand-up and it's like you gotta in the beginning it's just such a hard place like you gotta pay to get on open mics right you're down there how much you got to do pay it's five dollars plus you gotta buy a drink yeah. Did you know that you had to pay to be on this? Yeah, we told you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah I'll send you the we, invoice. We don't drink, but we take desserts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean the comedy scene is apparently ridiculous. I think Pete Holmes has got a uh, TV show about starting out in New oh, York. Oh, what is it that, called again? Uh, crashing. Crashing. Yeah, yeah it's really crashing. good. Yeah. yeah, right. I should right. watch it, but it probably yeah. depressed me. It would depress me. I mean, and why but, Australia? Um. The yeah, comedy. Just... No, it'd be, I think... I, was I, there any Aussie comics that you had met or seen that made you want to go, hey, let's go to Melbourne? I think I, I knew that... Honestly, I knew I could get a, a working holiday visa here. Right. Um, before I even knew much about the comedy scene. And, uh, and that was, helps. Yeah, and I was thinking about that at the time. And then I met someone or heard about the comedy festival here. Ah, and I figured there would be a good comedy scene if there was a comedy festival. So I really didn't know too much. I just kind of like... I was like, well, I really hope I'm right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, so um, I don't know. I've made a couple of impulsive decisions. I mean, I lived in Korea for a, a while. I lived in Good, like, good improv scene yeah. in Korea. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the comedy's killer. That's actually where I started doing stand-up. In Korea? Um, yeah. there's, there's a big expat community in Korea, which uh, like a friend of mine's uh, sister-in-law is an actress and has made a living being an actress. She doesn't is speak she a Caucasian? No, yeah, yeah, she's a Caucasian. She lives in Seoul. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. And then she's yeah. made a real career and does really well and is on a lot of commercials and is and is based there even though she doesn't speak a word of the language. Yeah, it's amazing. a friend of mine um, is a voice actress and she just makes a pretty decent living off of recording English texts. But like she'll she'll go abroad. I mean, she'll go to like Bali and all that. You sorry, I have like the I have like the post coffee pre total yeah. awake. Because you like were saying this is one of the earliest you've had to wake up. <laughs> I right? never get up this so, early. And I'm ashamed. Yeah. Yesterday I woke up. So this is like a fluke. This but is it, disgusting. I woke up yesterday at eleven. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> and this is the thing: is like I still have like whenever I was a kid and I'd wake up late, my dad would be like, "Oh, someone's awake," and I would always feel so ashamed. So I have to pretend that I've been up for hours when I wake up really late. So if someone, like if I'm returning a call, I'm like, "Oh, I was up for." 
you know, a long time I just, I lie. You have sleeping in shame. I have so much shame about it. But then when I wake up really early, I'm like, Ugh, like this, just, this is why like I don't hell. do it. Yeah, exactly. Well, so because you, like, I stay up really late. I stay up till two. I can't. I can't go to bed earlier. Well, wow. see, exactly. Yeah. So that's. A, yeah. It's not that bad if you are going to lay. If I'm an artist. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> on, but why, what were you doing? Like, why? Like, what time did you get home? Or are you out till two o'clock in the morning? No. So okay. So I went to bed before that, but I couldn't. Sleep. I sounded like such a stern dad. Yeah. You I know, were like, right, listen, exactly. you whore. What were you doing? <laughs> I would like an explanation, please. Yeah, exactly. Uh, your mum and I have been waiting up sick, <laughs> worried about watching me going to come in. We could have texted you, but we were, you know, I don't know. Because the idea yeah. of staying up till 2 o'clock in the morning. Is that crazy to you? That is just induces so much anxiety. What times do you go to bed? So if I'm not working, even if I have a gig, mm-hmm. like I used to MC a lot now. I'm doing yeah. a lot less of it. So I try to get. Early spots. I've seen you, you get on early. Early you spots. Yeah. Uh, so my, my, my <laughs> aim to be in bed by quarter to 10. Quarter to ten. Quarter to ten. That's and do you insane. get to bed by quarter yeah, to ten? Yeah, usually. Yeah, right. Like, so the latest is ten. Is if it, I, I'm in bed before ten. Oh yeah. my god, that's crazy. So, but I wake up at quarter to five. But I think yeah. maybe, maybe because, and again, this is, goes back to when we used to drink. Maybe yeah. if we were gigging, then we tend to stick around a lot more to keep yeah. smashing beers. I don't, I don't drink. This is the thing. It's like, oh. I don't drink. I'm just really bad about planning. Just That's really it. needy. Yeah. And need yeah. to hang out with the Somebody company. talk. Well, no, actually, you were at Spleen last night, weren't you? Yes, yes. Yeah, I was there, but I mean, I left... Um, I left at like nine, and I got. Home. I don't. I don't know. I come back. I was listening to Oprah's podcast. Which one? The masterclass one of the. I was listening to the masterclass. Have you been listening? Yeah, to yeah. I just started on it. You got to get. Masterclass talk. is yeah. so good. I was listening to her talk about her own story, which is mm. amazing. Did you have you heard this one yet? No, I started with The Rock. Dwayne okay. Johnson, which is impressive. Oh, see, yeah. I love him. Mm. Okay, well, then you should start. That's the first episode. Okay. I, I haven't listened to all of them. Basically, do you know what Masterclass is? No. It's like um, people who are very successful talking about things they've learned from their own lives. Mm. I'm yeah. on episode yeah. seven. It's a bit like that book I'm reading at the moment. Called um, the Tim Ferriss one? Yeah, the Giants? Tribal Mentors. So oh, it's just like it's okay. a, he asks us the questions and it's how successful and what were the reasons why they did what they did. It's pretty cool. I like Tim Ferriss. Yeah. Yeah, he's someone who would be interesting to listen to as well. Shit, yeah. Well, you know, the, is, the, yeah. The, in terms of the, the bet that me and I, Ben did, like mm-hmm. the diet I did was the Tim Ferriss diet. The four-hour. Four-hour bodies, the name yeah, of the book, yeah. but it's called a slow-carb diet. So if you want to look into it, it's slow-carb. Basically, it's like <laughs> yeah. a no-carb except I, you have I've, lentils. I've read it all. Like, oh, I, really? I, yeah, oh yeah. please, I know all of it. And then I'm like, but you know, the problem is, I was talking to my friend about this, when you know keto and you've done keto, so you've done like super, you know, low-carb, yeah. whatever, but then you stop. And you're, but you're still eating super high fat. So you're just like eating. Uh, every, you're like, well, I can have butter on bread and yeah, it's fine. That's and it's like, it is not it's fine. Not, it's, it's not keto not, anymore. It's no. Fido. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I know all of it. And I, like, I, for years, like, I would never eat butter because my, you know, my, house, my dad was like, butter is a sin. My dad doesn't yeah. eat anything. It's, real. it's funny you say that. I didn't eat butter till I was 18 years old. What? I thought it was disgusting. Wow. You thought it was disgusting. Yeah. I thought it was magic, but I thought it would kill me immediately. But right. instead, it's wow. going to kill me slowly. Yeah. Only because I'm eating it with all the other stuff. You know, yeah. like, uh, like the first time I ever liked it was like I was just like, why do people put this on their bread? It makes no sense. <laughs> and, the, so good. And, and then I was 18. I had raisin toast, and it was on that. I was like. Oh, this made this heaps better. Was the raisin probably played a part in it? Though? Yeah, I think so. But then I was able to transition. And Even now, then, why are you with butter? Uh, 
I, I barely use butter. Really? really? At the moment, yeah. Coward. Like, if, <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared I would put butter on everything if I could. Like if I wasn't I would, trying to be smart. Could you eat it straight? Just yes. Like, could, oh, I mean, I would feel sick that. really quickly. So I, I wouldn't, I I wouldn't I, do yeah. it, but I could. Like, like one of my the things that my used to have for school is butter and sugar sandwiches. It's like wow. literally white Sri bread. Sri Lanka. Like right. literally like butter and then sprinkle sugar on it. And that's your – it's kind of like a fairy bread, I guess. Like yeah, it's similar to without that. Without the fairy component. Without the well, <laughs> just it's just, snowman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the abominable snowman. Snowman sandwich. So <laughs> what? So what? You've done keto. Yeah. How, how done, long did I've you do it for? So because some people I don't, don't know. actually know the rules of keto because even I'm not yeah. sure anymore. And, uh, but yeah. I think a lot of people do the keto diet because they enjoy saying keto. Yeah. <laughs> I did it before it was cool. Right. Um, no, I I started doing paleo when I lived in Korea. And what's paleo? So paleo is like a less extreme form of keto. So it's less, like less extreme. Yeah. Keto is the most extreme. Keto is the most extreme. Okay, yeah. so what's paleo then first? So paleo was like the original um it was like the the idea of paleo was we didn't evolve to eat the way that we eat. So it was like right. we just to eat like a caveman. I did like a little bit of a modified version. Do you know who Mark Sisson is? No. no. So he has like one of the biggest kind of keto-ish websites on the internet. Mark Sisson. Yeah, it's called MarksDailyApple.com. Guys, okay. get into it. What do you? Yeah. This is well, why you you're just here. like you just eat healthy and you think you've mastered it. I've <laughs> I've read everything. I, feel like I, have. <laughs> I think I burn more calories carrying my books about health yeah. around than actually reading them. It's like one time when I was a kid, my dad and I had an argument because he was like, "You know how to use a computer." But I know how to build one. And I was like, uh. no one cares. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it is now. Like, I know all about keto. I know why it works. I know what happens to your cells. I just don't do it. And other people are like, yeah, I just did it. And look at me. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Mm. I'm like my dad. But yeah, basically, um, it's like <clears throat> uh, at the time I was vegetarian. And my cousin who had been vegetarian um, for like 25 years who kind of got me to be vegetarian, she's like a big science nerd. And she was like – you should read about paleo primal. What, and what made you become vegetarian in the first place? Ethical reasons or health? I probably, I think I, I said it was ethical, ethical reasons, but I think it was probably just every girl has an eating disorder. And you're just like, how do I, <laughs> how do I, I love how that's like controversial. I'm like, isn't it just true? Um, I think it's, you try to like manipulate your food and give <laughs> rules and reasons and like, right. oh, because of the animals. Like an acceptable level of eating disorders. Like, oh, it's you really quick. Yeah. You try to control everything in weird ways. I think right. veganism is like an eating disorder for most people. Not everyone, wow. but most people. That's, yeah. that's probably the well, most controversial well, sentence we've had on this yeah, podcast. I know. Yeah, and <laughs> Here I know. And I talked about Ben Knight's cum gutters for an hour. I, I, I listened to that. I was like, I bet he does have really amazing <laughs> cum gutters. Yeah. But the word disgusted me. Anyway. Yeah. I, I, I was, I was, veganism. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I think I talked about it on the pod. Like my partner was vegetarian, and right. then she became vegan and was yeah. vegan for about four years. Yeah. Um. But I remember one day I was like, I was at uni, we're at uni, and someone was selling me chocolates, and I was bored. And I said, I said, I'm oh, sorry, I can't. I can't have those chocolates. I'm vegan. And he goes, don't you mean vegan? I was like, that's politically incorrect. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I just like the idea of this guy vegan. saying, yeah, I'm, I'm vegan. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I didn't know. Is that- that's so fascinating. Yeah. So you, it, like the, the, just that sheer acceptance or like wanting some control back is obviously where a lot of eating disorders start from. Yes. And, and I was vegan too. 
Right, right. Um, at one point. Did you wear again. leather sandals? That's always the clincher. Uh, no, I just don't have much. I mean, I guess I'm wearing leather boots right now. Um, yeah. But, um, <laughs> this, I mean, I, I was going to say this is the first time I can afford them, but actually I got the hard, $4. Yeah. The hardcore ones, like when my partner did it, it's mm. really, really hard. Like I yeah. think because then you have to make that moral judgment. But then the one that just blew me away was no honey. Yeah. I was living mm. in Portland, Oregon when I was vegan. And oh, it's perfect. it's like the mecca perfect. for vegans. Oh, yeah, it's very. Uh, uh, you, could, oh. you could go to so many restaurants and be like, um, "I'll have this, but vegan," and they'd bring you out something that tasted pretty much exactly the same. And yeah, that were ahead it. of the game. So, oh, does like, it, yeah. so that makes it obviously like easier. Like, for mm. example, I think uh, comedian David Quirk went to India, who is a vegan, and mm. he struggled to be vegan in India because even though there's a lot of vegetarianism, there's still a lot of milk based yeah, for sure. products. So yeah. It's really hard to be. So, if you've got an environment that sort of helps you stay vegan, I guess that's not. As yeah, but it was such it was such bullshit. You know, well, from I mean. Not the vegan thing, but like for me, yeah, it was like I think I thought I could be healthier if I were vegan. Right. But then it was just finding these like ways to, and you're never full because you know, like there's no yeah, protein. unless you're eating shit loads of lentils. Yeah, well, I mean, even then, it's like <laughs> you can't, you can be like bloated. But I just don't get full from lentils. Is that true? Because people talk about that, how if you, for example, with the intermittent fasting that I do, mm-hmm. people said if you can try and have a high-protein meal before, for your final meal, then that'll keep you less hungry for the rest of the day, for, for the fasting hours. So is that true with veganism? You start to feel hungry even though you're not full. Well, everything, even though you're full, everything's carbs. Or, I mean, if you have like beans, but it's like the – the protein in lentils is wrapped in fiber or something like that where it's like yeah. you just can't – it's just not the same as like right. a, a steak. You know what I mean? Like right. steak, <laughs> lentils. Like it's just – it's insane. So yeah. it's like I just – and most of it is, is like I was doing meat replacements or like fake meat. So it's like most right. of it is just sugar. So, oh, you know I mean? yeah, it's right. Like, so I mean, it's different being forms healthier. of sugar. It's, yeah, you're yeah. being so unhealthy right. but yeah. you feel really superior. And then, yeah, and yeah, yeah that's the, what yeah. you live off. It's like and the hunger is replaced by superiority complex. For sure. And I'm sure I know that there are vegans who are like healthier and, and whatever, but I just I, – and I, I know that some people it's not an eating disorder, but – I kind of think it is. I'm but, trying to be. I'm trying to be like. Yeah, be you know, balanced supportive. about it. But it's, yeah. yeah, of course. And yeah. again, like you know, I think one of the things that we've really, if anything, we've learned is that we don't know anything. It's like each person to their own. Each mm. method, we kind of like what Ben did to lose weight is com- quite different to what I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like each to their own. Whatever helps you fucking navigate this awful life. Yeah, <laughs> but it's that, <laughs> it's that trial and error though. Like yeah. we just talk about we get we got to this point because. Like, we did everything. Like, I did Weight Watchers, light and yeah. easy. Like- I did Weight Watchers when I was a teenager. Oh, oh my wow. God. And you had the- We've got so many threats to try and tie up now. Okay, so I know. Let's well, go to childhood. Okay, so okay. childhood-wise, was it some, uh, being uh, trying to stay healthy or being conscious of what you eat and exercise, was that a thing that you had as a child? Or because, yeah. Because I didn't. Yeah. Well, so, oh God. When I – my dad is like um, – so my mom My mom died when I was a kid. So, like, it was, right. so it was me. How my old are you at the time? Seven. Wow, right, right. Yeah. And siblings? Oh, an older brother. Right. So he's, he was, I was seven, he was 13. Right, right. So it was like, and then my dad, my dad is like such a good guy, but he has fucking weird food issues. Like to this day, he'll, right. he'll eat a hot dog and then we'll be out and he's like, you know, I, I'm peckish. I'm, I have, I've only had a little bite. And my stepmother, she's like, you had a fucking hot dog. <laughs> like she freaked. He's just like he's he's not in reality when it comes to food. Is he a big guy? He is now because yeah. genetics. Eventually or, caught up. Well, because yeah. he's always in his eighties now. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. So my dad was almost fifty when I was born. 
Wow. Yeah. My mom was much, she was 13 years younger. Um, yeah, so she was 37, 36, and he was 49. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Female, my dad, Jewish Milt. I don't think he knows his name is Milt. Not quite the player. But, uh, but I thought you said like Milt. Like, Milt, it is. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What is Milt mean? That's his Milt name. Milt is his name. Milt. <laughs> I, thought it was a, I thought it was an acronym. Yeah. 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 Like a, a mom I'd like, like to. to. Oh, let's say like what <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he was like, it was it was really a weird place to grow up because it was like my dad was so controlling about food for me, which he, I mean, you you'd never think it now because yeah. he's like such an easygoing guy, but he was just like, Are you sure you want to eat that? And I was I was such an active kid. Yeah, was, that's like my childhood. Yeah, really, like, just sort of like, do you do you think it's good to eat that right now? Oh, and you were like, I'm so. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. I'm, yeah. I'll just stare at the bowl of cocoa puffs. Yeah. But that's the thing is that the food back then was so unhealthy. So yeah. it was like Reese's yeah. Pieces, um, you know, Reese's yeah. peanut butter cup, uh, cereal for breakfast. So great. Yeah. Oh, amazing. They've got it here now. It's so exciting. Oh, it's the fucking worst. What is it? What is it? What is it's it? It's Reese's, you know, Reese's Pieces. The, no. uh, so peanut, the butter, peanut butter so. cups. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had a cereal. So it was like no, peanut buttery didn't. inside, chocolatey outside. And that's like what you'd have for breakfast, which is like yeah. you're just pouring sugar in a bowl. Right. But it's like you'd have that. And of course, half an hour later, you're hungry because it's just sugar. So you go, ah. And then half an hour later, you're like, oh, my God, I think I'm dying. Right. And like my dad <laughs> had no idea about any of it. You know, I mean, he's, he doesn't understand any. All he knows is like, don't eat cholesterol because his father had a heart attack. Which, right. of course, now they say it's not actually about cholesterol. Yeah, that's um, what I've heard recently as well. Why yeah. is that? I, I always thought it's cholesterol. No, it's not. They actually think that it has more to do with carbs than cholesterol. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. But okay, on the thing with your par- with the parents sort of saying to you, Ben, um, do you think you should eat that now? Yeah. And I was the opposite, hmm. where it was like, oh, let him have it. He's, you know, look how happy he looks. Right? Yeah. I feel like, from my perspective, I would have appreciated a little bit of sort of habits that were built in for me to question, am I e- eating sugary stuff every day constantly? Is that something I should be doing or not? You know what I mean? But, but that's shame, though. But yeah, yeah, and there, there was yeah, shame. Right. But also it was like, for me, it was like, it was it was two things. It was like. We're not going to give you any sugar. So for me, it was just that that abyss, that that beautiful yeah. land that other kids talk about, where you can eat chocolate and candy. Right. And the other one was not finishing the food that was given to you. Like my mum would <laughs> blackmail, not not blackmails, but just be like, "If you don't eat your food, what about Mohambi? What about Mohambi? No. Is, he, is he yeah. the neighbor? Oh my God. Yeah, he's like, what about him? If you don't eat your crust, you know, he doesn't have any. Yeah. <gasps> so you're like guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry Mohammed. Yeah. Made no sense. Like, I no. was like, how no. is this helping Mohammed? No, well, not, yeah, that's no, crazy. but every, I had that as well. Starving kids in Africa, like that line. It's <laughs> in, 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 like, in Sri Lanka. Starving kids in Sri Lanka. Starving kids in the suburb next door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just look out the window. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there is that guilt, I suppose. But at the same time, yeah. So for you, did you have that version of it as well? Like, where it was just like, maybe you feel guilty know. for wanting to have treats? Yeah. I think it was just like, I just felt so uncomfortable. Like right. I dressed in my brother's clothes. Um, like I just, I was <laughs> your like, your hand me downs were from your brother. Yeah, intentionally, right. I wanted them because I didn't want to look like a girl. Right. I, I just thought like being a girl was like the wrong thing, and then I started getting boobs, and I was like, ah, like it was the worst oh, thing. And your dad had to do this on his arm with childhood. <laughs> okay. okay, so that so from an early thing onwards, you realized it was a thing for you. This idea of I just of, of food. Yeah. Preferred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it's like I. 
I, f- I don't know. I felt like um, I felt a lot of pressure to be different from yeah. how I was. But I actually I was really healthy when I was a kid. I mean, I, right. I was eating horribly because we just didn't have healthy food in our house. Like my dad didn't to this day. He does not eat vegetables unless forced. See, oh, oh, wow. It's right. just right. insane. We had we had a um, a housekeeper, which sounds very like elite. But like, you know, who else? You know, my dad couldn't take. Yeah, sure. Take whatever. Cook. Okay. Um, and so she's we started doing fruit night and salad night because my dad realized that we were so unhealthy. Fruit night was like canned peaches and syrup <laughs> or strawberries <laughs> with sugar, and which I love fruit night. I was like, yeah, put the sugar on those strawberries. Mm. And then salad night was like white lettuce, like the worst, you know, like the cheapest, grossest lettuce you can imagine with like um, the bottles of salad dressing and just like, you know, pouring salad dressing on it just to stomach. the. You know what I mean? It was like a vehicle for dressing the, the lettuce. So it was That's like. So funny. So I thought salad night. Yeah, yeah. Salad. Tuesdays and Thursdays were salad night. Mondays and Wednesdays were fruit night. Friday was, you know, free for all. We probably, oh, okay. Probably go out yeah. for dinner. We, I mean, I used we used to go for like sushi a lot. My dad was like, "How the fuck did I raise a kid who's like nine and being like, can we get sushi?" <laughs> <laughs> You're ahead of your game because yeah. my kids love it. They're like, can we have sushi for lunch? Oh my god! Really? Oh, they lo- yeah, yes, they love yeah. it. I think it's more yeah. the handling of the food. It's just something different. Like you can hold something. Like they feel like they're in control when with you're the sushi eating. roll. Mm. Yeah. Ah, right, right, right. I, I just, I just thought it was really like you would have sashimi yeah. and stuff. I had sashimi. Yeah, yeah it was like funny. my favorite. My dad spent like some time in Japan when he was in the navy, and he's, right. now he's upset. Like it's been like seventy years, but he thinks he's you know like in with Japanese culture. Um, and I went to Japan a few times in the last five years or ten years. And every time I talk about it, he's like, oh, I know Japan. I'm like, Dad, you haven't been there since 1953. Like, and he's like, I know Japanese culture. And I'm like, you don't. Yeah. It's, I don't know if you have this. Every time I go back to Japan, and maybe it's because you get used to it, but every time I go back, the food is less exciting. Like I remember the first time I went there, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And every time I go back, I'm like, it's good. But it's like, I don't know, it's what you get used to. I but it's, not, it's like Japanese first time I was like, yeah. yeah, well, the first time is mind-blowing, of course, but I just think it's like the – I think that if they could take away the dark, murderous thing underneath the culture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, because on the surface, it's all amazing. Right. But then you find out that people want to kill each other and yeah. themselves. Like, And you're yeah. like, oh, I guess that's what happens when on the surface – Is that what Harakiri so- is? Harakiri? Harakiri? Harakiri is how we pronounce it in the West, but I believe it's yeah, Harakiri. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. But either way, it's like the, the honorable, honorable suicide. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or that yeah. forest where everyone walks into and then they never walk out. Oh, the suicide yeah. forest. The suicide forest. Jesus. That sounds romantic. Mm, yeah. Valentine's Day coming another, up. Another, <laughs> another disclaimer on the pod. <laughs> um, because something yeah. that I've realized and maybe should have realized ages ago is that the the one of the things that for guys, when, you know, no matter how big you got, it's still never as sort of pushed in your face about body image and as much as it is for young girls. Yeah. And was that something you were aware of? I just knew that, like, I didn't like my body. Right. I knew that for sure. And it was like, when I look now, I'm like, oh, my God. The only, like, the difference between me and my friends was that I had bigger boobs. That was the main difference. Yeah. And I was like, you know, at the time you're like, I'm so fat. And I look at myself now and I'm like, oh, my God, I looked amazing. I played tennis. I played lacrosse. I was super active all through the summer. I would play lacrosse. Yeah, I was good at lacrosse. And then I was also like I ended up being the goalie, like in an emergency thing. Like, I'm thinking about not joining, but I want to play it. Because they so play, it looks, and it's pretty it's so rough as well. It's super rough. You get to rough. hit people with sticks. Yeah, it's I think that's amazing. I yeah, <laughs> I loved it. You know, but it was just like I was, you know, I, I would go in the summer during vacation and meet my coach and we'd go for runs together and like, you know, my 
summer before senior year. Um, that was when I did Weight Watchers. Yeah. And I was running every day. I was playing lacrosse four times a week. And did you I, do Weight Watchers thinking that you needed to? Yeah. Well, my yeah, dad, wow. my dad like put me with a nutritionist when I was like 13. What? Yeah. Dad, but it was, but this is the crazy just thing. just flying from the seat of his pants. Yeah, oh, exactly. You know, <sighs> but I'm not going to, no, I was going to say, I'm not going to stop blaming him, but actually I, I have, I just know what, how it started, but like, yeah. I understand yeah. more, you know, that, I understand that, that's an interesting thing to talk about i think because i've had a similar feeling where as much as i want to take i I, i'm glad i'm taking responsibility for the bad habits i've Mm. had and trying to fix you know i need to give myself a little bit of breathing space to not just hate myself for having these habits because some of them were formed at such a young age that i didn't even realize they were being created yeah for sure well i think it's like we (laughs) we look at like we um especially body stuff and food stuff. It's like, it feels like such a moral failing. Cause that's like right. the culture that we live in is you have to look like this and whatever, but actually it's like, you're just finding a way to deal with emotional shit. That's come from generations before you. Right. Like, you know, my, yeah. you know what I mean? Like my dad's, I mean, for him, I think the food stuff is like his father died of a heart attack when he was like 12. And so, and for him, it's like, okay, health is life. And if you're because his father ate a lot of, you know, he always says, like, my father ate the fat off the chicken. Like, right. So for him, like, yeah. that's like, okay, said fat if, chicken, fat spat. Yes, yeah. exactly. And then, okay, so if you are unhealthy, you will die young. And my mom died. How did your mom die? She, for her, she had brain cancer. Right. Um, so he didn't have any association in terms of her death as to being like an unhealthy lifestyle and thing. It was circumstantial for that. Yeah, but I think it probably triggered whatever issues yes, he right, had, you know, like, right. I mean, I, I, I don't know what he was like before that. Cause sure. I, I was five when she got sick. So I don't remember either of them really before that time. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he was much more easygoing. And then afterward it was just like panic. Right. And, he was, it, he was and also he was old. Yeah, he like, did not. He didn't. I don't think he even thought he was going to have kids. Yeah, yeah. like that's like, right. fifty. Like 50. <laughs> yeah. and as a parent, and he's a single parent. And yeah, like, yeah, at fifty, that like, instinct yeah. to want to just make all you want to do is keep your kids alive. Yeah, right? yeah, that's and you're just like, as long as they're eating something, they're yeah. having it's fruit night, so just put sugar on the strawberries. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. Like it's just like But like at fifty, you're like, oh, okay, I'll retire at sixty-five. And yeah, got like a decade and a half to go. And you're like, oh no, no, no I'm going to start this phase that some people start thirty years before me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say, he was like amazing. Do you mean like, and, yeah, sure, of and, course. And now we have a really good relationship, but we had like years of, you know, we were always very close and then we'd have horrible fights and then we get close and now it's much more mellow and like i was back in november for a month and he was like telling me about all these things i didn't know about and he was opening up and he's much more like i guess he's much more open to yeah a bit bit more vulnerable yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's really like i said something to him about you know like we were having a conversation i was like well i think you were a bit hard on my brother in this area and i think you maybe were a little bit easier on me because i was a girl but then you were hard and he was like oh that's interesting i never thought of it that way whereas before he'd be like who the fuck do you think you are (laughs) he would never i mean he had a real like temper for most of my life because you got no one else to check that with you like if there's two of you someone's like i actually should slow down oh you're a bit harsh there but when you're on your own you're like i'm just doing anything to survive yeah 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 yeah. it's almost like how dare i'm a you should be grateful for the fact that I'm even here. Yeah, like, seriously. Like, yeah. Eat questioning how- authority. Now, now right. eat the fat off the chicken. Yeah. Eat it now. Don't eat the don't fat. Don't eat the fat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. You, you die. Die. <laughs> die. Uh, <laughs> 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 Oh, that's how he gets back at you. Yeah, so eat the like, chicken. But he did marry my stepmother when I was 13. And mm. they were dating from when I was nine. But like, yeah. I think, in, and now she and I are also very close. But at the time, we were not. It took us of like course, 20 yeah. years yeah. to yeah, get yeah, close. Imagine. Jesus, you know, yeah. It was so hard. 
But I think, and I think her thing was that she was protective of him because yep. she felt for him. He was a like an only parent, and you know he's working so hard, and he was older. And she really, and I, you know, I mean, I reminded her of her sister who was like, you know, and then the sister had a bad relationship with the father and all this stuff. So it was like, you know, it was just, I think that food was, I know that food was my only thing when I was a kid. Source of comfort or like Yeah, just, I would come yeah. home from school and I only thought about this recently. I'm like, fuck, I would come home from school and I would load up whatever we had in the fridge and I would just, and we would have dinner in an hour, two hours, but right. I would just, and no one was around so I could do whatever I wanted. It's back um, to a control thing though. You oh, I would sit there in front of the TV and pizza, I would yeah. just, I would, the cheese and this and that, like I would. Yeah. That's that funny, was, yeah. I did that as well, but it was always just wheat picks. I'd eat 16 wheat picks after. Yeah, you just binge on something. <laughs> just eat so many wee peaks. Yeah. And then my mate, my mate Locke would come over and then we'd just be watching the goodies while oh, eating. Oh, man, imagine having to share a toilet with you. Oh, it was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the stuff about body image and mm. things like that, is that something you have done work on since in like to try and stop that way of thinking or is it still kind of constantly there it's definitely improved like i think actually stand-up has helped me so much because it's like you just realize if as soon as you find something that you love i think it's like oh like that's it's not the whole the whole of me is not just like how do I look? Right. And yeah. It's like you have this thing that it's like. You're multifaceted. It's not just the one yeah, thing. Yeah. Your self-esteem comes from something else that's a lot more important to you. And it's not that like health isn't important to me. I have kind of pushed everything to the side for a little while. And I'm like, it's, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, what? It's like, is it health? Is it okay to do that? Where yeah, it's like, yeah. Because you can yeah. prioritize certain aspects. Like I always say, if you're struggling like mental health wise deal with that first you know don't mm. worry that because sometimes losing weight or trying to stay healthy is a mental stress on some people more so than others right. and if that is going to lead you to more mental turmoil then yeah no no don't like deal with it later deal with one thing at a time start with you know the thing that's like if if the kitchen's on fire don't worry about the plumbing in the toilet that's yeah, not working yeah. fix the kitchen first unless you've been 16 way bigs then you're on the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly i guess it's like um I know I have a friend in South Africa and and we both left Korea at the same time and I went traveling and then I eventually moved here and he went back to South Africa and he has become like a TV writer and his show is just nominated you know, two of his shows were just nominated for you know best you know their version of the what do we say the, not the is it the Emmys that are for TV Yes, yeah. oh, well, the Emmys for over in the States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, call the Logies. Still won one. The Emmys. Mm. Um, but yeah, oh, you did win a Logie. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> just shit on the Logies. Forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so, like, yeah, so, so, but in that time, like, he worked so hard that he gained so much weight. I mean, like, you know, according yeah. to him, right? Like, mm. he's told me. Sure. And then, you know, he is like the master of keto as well. So then he'll just go keto and, like, and his food is incredible. You know, he'll make, like, this with duck fat and blah 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 and you know it's like and he loves such an effort keto it is but it's also not like i think it's like if you just get in the mindset then it's easy but i think if you're like if you're eating out all the time i think keto is pretty hard but if you're gonna cook at home i think it's just like you fry it in fat you put meat on it you don't use any carbs like it's i don't know I, i i loved it when i was committed to it and now I'm like, mm, I just want. Like part of me wants to try it just because there's so much buzz about so it. So you've never done keto? No. Well, right. I don't even know what it is. Keto is just super high fat. Um, no carbs. Yeah, like pretty much no carbs. And a lot of meat. What, what, you don't what? have to. It's more fat focused than, than protein focused. So when you say yeah. pretty much no carbs, what does that mean? I mean. It means no carbs. I mean, you can have vegetables. 
So like uh, p- no potatoes though. You probably you wouldn't nah. want to go with potatoes. You probably go with um, I don't know. Like I really liked like cauliflower in place of rice, for example. Right, right, okay, um, that kind of thing. And yeah. broccoli is fine. Broccoli is fine. Yeah. So so and broccoli then the rest is really, of it. Really so what do you mean by with fat? Like it's a more concentration on fat. So from, it's like high high concentrated. It's like fifty percent of your calories come from yeah. fat. So okay. like like right. So shit loads of avo. Yeah. And and oils and nuts and, and peanut yeah. butter is your go to exactly. Or, and or almond and butter, how yeah. long did you do it for? When you did it consistently? I'm trying to think when I did it most consistently. I guess I would have done it most when I moved here. I can't even remember where I lived. Uh, don't you don't shit yourself at the start? I've heard no. it's just. <laughs> I've heard it's just. That's just all the weed bigs just finally <laughs> getting released. What did you so? Uh, uh, and you found that it worked for you? That at least there were results. Yeah, I think, I, and I was also doing intermittent fasting at right. different times. What was um, your uh, intermittent fasting? Was it a five two or a I, hour? I did five two. Right, yeah. so you'd have five days eating keto, and then two days you'd try and restrict your calories. Yeah, but it's funny that now that I'm thinking about this, I'm like, when was I doing? Was I doing it in Korea? Was I doing it here? I I think it was like a mix. Well, there's not enough brain go- fruit going to your brain. I love, so yeah, I I love that I you're doing intermittent fasting. You know, two years here. Uh, yeah, year. I did it for years and it really worked. Dropped <laughs> so weight. Well, how yeah. does the keto work though? Like that's Keto what- basically is that your body, I think it's probably the same as slow carb, but like more intense. So your body really focuses on burning fat, which is much yep. easier to burn instead of burning carbs, which is like hell. A bit like your cheat there. days. It increases the fat content and then it jumps on it and then. Wait, wait. So basically, what happens? Things happening. So when you're burning carbs, right? Your um, your insulin levels are raised. Yes. And if you're really sensitive to insulin, which I know I am, um, basically what that's doing is that insulin takes all of the sugar out of your bloodstream and stores it in your fat cells. Right. That's right. Right. And so then you can't um, burn that. Burn that fat. Yeah. yeah. Because it's trying to hang on to it. Right. Right. Until your insulin levels. It's trying to keep it out of your bloodstream. Yes. Like toxic. Um, Yes. So it's like um, when your insulin levels drop, then you can process these things, right? So right. if you um, are doing keto or a high-fat diet, it was just, your insulin levels drop, and then you're just burning fat cells for fuel. Right, yeah. right, okay. And so okay. when you take fat in, it doesn't trigger insulin. No. You can just break it down and, and use it. Ah, uh, okay, I get it. So because it's, co- it's focused, like it's almost like targeting fat now, right. that putting more fat in means that it's going to get processed. Whereas yep. if you right. had carbs in your system, the insulin's higher, so it stops processing the fat and instead storing it yeah right Ooh, okay yeah. shit what yeah. happened there um that's my <laughs> insulin spiking yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right okay so and so then but then there's no wiggle room with keto is there like you have to do it consistently like as opposed to say the slow carb diet which is sounds not dissimilar to keto where it's almost like no carbs sugar or dairy for six days and then the seventh day is just all rules uh sorry all rules are off you just have what you feel like right i think that the people people who do keto like really hardcore it's like they don't have cheat days right so yeah no but and I think like the whole thing is like, you know, they're like, why would you cheat? This is a lifestyle. Well, you know, it's all, but this is one of the things like I never fully commit to anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I'll do it and then I'll be like, this is it. And I know that now this is who I am. Right. And then I'll stop and never go back to it. A lot it. of CrossFit people do yeah. keto. Yeah. Like, right. It's huge. Yeah. Like they just, all, they're all over it. And it's all about yeah. being able to, you know, get rid of that, get reduce the insulin and just burn fat until you are just. You know, a fat burning machine. Yeah, and yeah. that there's nothing, right. there's there's yeah. nothing left that you are all muscle, and that your body is at that peak. Plus training, plus doing keto. Yeah, that's supposedly you know that's because a lot of people do that and become vegan, but then keto just, is just another step up where you're just like it's just focusing on that key component of burning fat. Yeah, and not and not having it stored 
Because you see he, those people who do it cross trainer, the ones that are really ripped mm. are the ones who are doing keto. Yeah. So is keto the sort of the most, in terms of fat burning, mm-hmm. the most effective one? As in not necessarily long term, but why I'm saying short term fat burning. I guess. I mean, like, I think it depends on the person. Sure. I have a very good friend who does keto and she's done it for years and it's like changed her whole life. Like it's, right. it's just, she used to have like cold sores and she used to have really bad PMS. Yeah. And it's just, every, and with her, she was like experimenting where it's like, okay, she couldn't sleep at night because she was too like jacked up on like on fat because your body yeah, just yeah, yeah. So, yeah exactly so she'll do like a little bit of a sweet potato before bed oh you know, wow like something to spike her insulin a little bit that helps her sleep right um and so but she it's like she's amazing and it's like integrated into her whole life um, she, so she would never have like a pizza slice or almost never I mean she would like I think for her she wasn't over really overweight she just felt gross before yeah yeah okay, um okay. so I think for her it's like less of a moral thing so if she wanted pizza she probably would have it but I don't think she really craves pizza and also keto is one that you, 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 you it's something you do on your own like I don't know how you would do that with a family or even a partner yeah, like it'd really just hard. be close to impossible sure sure that makes sense the yeah. diet is insane and yeah. timing of it and, and there's quite a lot of supplements yeah. that go with it as well I guess for some I mean I never really looked into it but I think that there are I think people who do keto get if you really get into it, yeah. and I never got into it to this way. It's like you you know when you're gonna eat this, like what time of day, and you're eating right. a little bit of this, but, and you're having bone broth all the fucking time. You start doing martial arts. You're yeah. like, where am I? Why am I in a dojo? And I suppose in our lifestyle, where there's more movement, and there's so many variables in terms of what time you're on, and blah blah blah. It's, yeah. it makes it harder to have such a strict, restricted sort of diet. I, I think. It's possible. I just think, like, for me, I mean, you, all you have to really do is, like, prepare. And I'm like, what is that? Oh, I'm not saying no, yeah. it's not possible. I say yeah, it's yeah. harder, though. Because, yeah, yeah, it because is Because things are constantly well, changing around you. And so often, like, you'll just get food at the venue or before yeah. you go to the, the, the gig or whatever. Yeah, so I just don't eat at gigs anymore. Yeah, yeah. And, but you have a family. So you yeah. go home and there's might, there might be food for you. Well, I usually yeah. cook, I cook dinner at, at, at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. So I yeah. usually eat before I leave the house. And do you eat dinner at lunchtime as well? <laughs> no, 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 no. But I will eat at like four. Th- like my dinner right. these days is like four thirty. Okay, right. Yeah. And then That's my great. Kids come home at like five thirty, and they have dinner, and then I usually go to work. It's amazing to me when people like actually sort out their lives, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, well, how did you, yeah. what, what do you have a routine? Like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> and, and like, it's so funny. Like, if I think about like three years ago, like that. Like I have such an insane routine and such a checklist that I do every day just so I can function as a human being but also keep the weight off. Yeah. Like people like forget that, you know, we lost all this weight and we lost it really quickly but the battle, especially for me, is to Mm. stay that way and that has been the hardest one. Like like, getting there was one thing but then we had to even change so much more in our lives to be able to stay that. To maintain it because exactly, like literally said in the new show, getting – Getting healthy was the easy part. Staying healthy is the the ongoing yeah. challenge that I still almost I reckon on a monthly basis I'll have like a new penny drop. Yeah, and I'm like, well, yeah. this is I got to change. Like for example, the the very essence of my weight loss was around the cheat day, and that I think I've you know I've talked on on the podcast itself that it's it is setting me up for failure in mm. the long term because I still fetishize the shit out of food once yeah. a, once a day once yeah. a week sorry yeah. <laughs> once a day I do fetishize yeah. it. It's just, yeah, yeah, that's my porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but like it. it it has there's always issues but at the the way i look at it is i just fix a little bit at a time yeah, you know, yeah. I, i'm sure like hopefully some point in the future i might not even need the cheat day because i will eat you know chocolate or ice cream or whatever whenever i feel like it because i have a good relationship with those things mm. where i know okay i've had ice cream today so i'm not going to do it tomorrow or whatever you know like yeah. getting more on a, like a on a, on a less 
sort of uh, like strict regiment level. Like, yeah. Like I, because I, I'm obsessed with squash, for instance, and I was like, with the game of squash, with the game yeah, of squash, yeah, right. I love it because squash, But now it's like, well, I love that. So why can't I put all the fun that is in squash into all the other exercise I do? Yeah. And so that's why I went out and bought myself the brand new Galaxy Watch because yeah. my other one was breaking, wasn't doing what it was doing. And, and now it's like every exercise is a general game. Like so right. like I've teed up with other people. I compete on bicycle tracks from A to B. And, but I, I never thought I would be that person. No, it's yeah. great. But it's just that yeah. thing where I was like I'm trying to go, okay, well, what works and what doesn't work right. and then try and inject that. So I was like, oh, well, I need more fun in when I ride from A to B or when I'm on the, you know, on the cross trainer. But I was like, I need to do something, otherwise I'm starting to get bored. Yeah. And as soon as I get bored, I don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's funny because at the times of my life when I've been healthiest and I'm like, Yes, you know, like that sounds so great. And then when you're not in that place, you're like, yep. go fuck yourself. You yeah, know, like yeah, you're just yeah, like, yeah. oh, what do you like? Exercise and feel good. Yeah, and, well, well, we'd, we'd hit but, the piss. I would hit the booze hard. Yeah, yeah. I would just would go yeah. so hard on the booze and go, you're a disgusting man, aren't you? <laughs> you're a disgusting fat man. Have another piece of pizza. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, the self love thing, isn't it? Like you, you stop loving yourself to the point where you go, I don't care what you eat or anything. No. You can destroy yourself on booze and drugs. Yeah. Go for it because you're a piece of yeah. shit. And doesn't deserve any. Yeah, kind you of can you can put five hundred dollars on twenty seven red and watch it just disappear. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Well, I think it's <laughs> no. I, mean, I think it's like this thing also that's really confusing. I was trying to write a joke about it, but I don't know what to what to say. All right, let's but, workshop it. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. It was just like. On one hand, it's like um, this thing where it's like, you know, just um, treat yourself. And so you're treating yourself well. So it's like, I'm going to have dark chocolate because it's like low in sugar and it tastes amazing. And then it's like, wait, but, you know, like, why are you using food as a reward? It's like, no, I shouldn't be eating chocolate. I should be like, and then it's like, okay, no, fuck it. You know, you're only alive once. Like, eat anything. You know, I'm going to get gelato. And it's like, you know, there's this whole thing. There's all these conflicting messages of like. Um, use food as a reward. Don't use food as a reward. Use it, but don't use it well. You know, and it's like yeah. you have to figure out your own like philosophy. Yeah. And I don't know what mine is. You right. know, mine is just avoidance at the moment where I'm just like, I'm not. Out of sight, out of mind kind of thing? Or? Well, no, no, no. I mean, I'm not avoiding food. I'm just avoiding thinking about it because I'm right. just like. But see, I can't do the reward thing. Dill does the reward thing with the cheat day. Like, you know, he's worked yeah. really hard. He has a big yeah. cheat day. For me, yeah. I can't. It's Reward is, is, for me, is like I'll have the reward. I was like, you know who needs two rewards? This guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't do it. I think that if I were to get into the zone again, like, again, whatever, but more. Um, the keto zone. Yeah, or just something. <laughs> like, some kind of, like, if I were to focus on it and get, like, into a routine that was healthier – I don't think I could do the cheat day yeah. because I think it's just too emotional to me. Right. Like, yeah, I'd be exactly. like, ah, like pouring all the food. On right. A lot of people body. have said that to me <laughs> yeah. that they couldn't do the cheat appeal yeah. because they don't think they can pick it up the next day and get back yeah. on track. You know, yeah. like, I wonder and if I know it's a bit, that. and it's hard mm-hmm. for me as well after the cheat day because you start like by the end you're full. So you don't really feel like eating more gross shit. But then the next morning you're like, I probably should have had Maccas. And then you feel but like. That's because <laughs> of the insulin spike. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's the insulin spike. And the next day, um, you're the next day you, your body craves sugar again yeah right right and that's right, like, right it was an amazing book by the way just to plug someone's book called why we get fat and what to do about it by gary Tubbs. well i can't it his name we... is gary Tubbs. taub if you're gonna have a kid called Tubbs, of course they're gonna end up writing that book but it's such a good book and it explains all the science in a really easy way i like that say that again so it's called why we get fat and what to do about it it's an amazing book that just and he also feel like i've heard about it yeah it's and he wrote uh good calories bad calories which is 
is apparently more scientific and harder to read. But right. why we get Pat what to do about it talks about. Well, the saddest part of it is that he talks about um, how uh, if you're a kid, most like people have different sensitivities to insulin. So if you're a kid and you're sensitive to insulin, um, then if you eat carbs, it's going to spike your insulin and then it's going to drop and you're going to be really tired and hungry because all of the energy in your bloodstream is going to go into your fat cells. So you're going to get more hungry. And And fatter. And fatter. And so it's like then these kids are the ones who are told you're fat um, and don't eat that. And so they develop this like emotional attachment to food. Um, you know, it's like don't eat it because that's like a you know like a sin, and so all they they yeah. want it because it's like this craving. It's a craving, thing. exactly. But then they're so and they're eating foods that trigger this insulin sen- insulin sensitivity, so they're always hungry, and right. they're told it's like a that like yeah, yeah. So you create this um this, this need. The want is there. The you cues create are, fat people yeah. basically by yeah. punishing kids for being yeah sensitive. totally. And that was the part that I think I cried when I read it because really? I was just like, right. and I wasn't thinking about myself so much as I was thinking about oh my god, like how do we treat yeah, people where it's like, these, you know, because the difference now to when we were kids is my, my kids go to um, a an amazing childcare center where they have a chef mm-hmm. there who cooks only organic food. That's amazing, and it is just ridiculous to think that what I got when I was a kid, which was just <laughs> it's like slop. Yeah, just yeah. like, but even then, like I was lucky. I was like cheese and 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 just bread, and then I was like Minka. <laughs> What did you, what did you have for lunch today? And she says, "Daddy, I had a sober, a sober noodle chicken salad, <laughs> but I put on a bit of extra avocado." <laughs> That's like, amazing. I was like, yeah. "What are we having for dinner?" I was like, "Let's just focus on what you had for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just go to the daycare center for dinner." Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's just yeah. amazing. And then I just feel like, especially for them, I feel like they've got a head start. Yeah. Like my parents went too far, and I was like, it was more that you can't have anything. You can't yeah. have anything. So therefore, it's a reward. Here, we're just like I said to my partner my I was like I don't I want her to try everything so we're just trying to increase their palate because they say yeah. if you increase the size of their palate then they're less likely to binge on the one food yeah for sure the, the information overload that you're talking about as well is interesting isn't it there's just so many things about saying like food shouldn't be rewarded should yeah. that like it's so overwhelming all of it but it's, it's all almost, sorry it's almost like easier just to not like Engage. bother. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard. It's such a hard. Well, it's like it's like conflating like eating with morality. So it's like you're a good person if you do this. You're a bad person if you right. do that, which is totally untrue. It has yeah. nothing yeah. to do with it. But it's like that's the the thing and, you know, the guilt thing is probably like a like a religious component to it, too, where it's like, you know, if you're a good person, then you live your life by these rules. And if you don't, then you're a bad person. Yeah. And then you feel that way. And of course, what's the one fucking thing you want is food, which when, gives you comfort. Yeah. Especially if you grow up like a kid who was told, like, don't do that. Yeah. Yes. And if you're I think if you're a woman, too, it's like definitely food and morality it's like you had better look good or else you're fucking failing yeah and that is so clear which is worse than ever now which i just hate like it's just it kills me do you reckon it's worse than ever oh it's it's more conscious it is just like it's it's and and just watching what is spoken to already at, at a, my, my four-year-old level, like I thought we'd just mm. gone past this or that oh, there was okay. a moment, but that Minka is so conscious and mm. it becomes so gender-driven as well. The boys aren't conscious yeah. about what they look like, but four-year-old girls do. 
I noticed that like when I see my niece, um, well, I noticed this in Korea because the girls would come in and the boys would come in and the girls, I would say, oh, I really like your dress. I really like your hair, you know, because they'd have little mm. braids. And, stuff. Yep. and the boys, I'd be like, hi. And I was like, wow, I'm doing that. Like I'm doing the thing where I'm just immediately praising them for their looks yep. immediately. And with my niece, who's three, right. like I'm like, oh, hi, pretty. Hi, beautiful. And I'm like, no, right. don't yep. do that because right. I don't do that to him. Because you know, we do that as parents. So, for instance, yeah. we always praise the activity of what they're doing. So yeah. it's not like you're really clever, you're really smart. Oh, I love the way you've built that Lego tower. Yeah. So you're same seeing... thing with parents. Like, like we, you know, trying, you know, trying to change grandparents to do it. But like, yeah, Minka, good I, luck. I love the way that <laughs> uh, mum put your braids in there. Like, yeah, focusing yeah. on the task rather than you're so pretty. You're like it yeah. just collective to you have to look pretty, and if you look pretty, you're doing well. And then do you do that with the boy? Uh, with with yeah, your yeah, with Taylor. So yeah. in the old school way, you wouldn't do it. With I mean, Taya is so beautiful; it's hard not to. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. but it's just that thing where it's like with you. you do, we try to be consistent with both of them. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, again, just you know, the action is the important thing. It's not what they look like. Well, I have it in my show in the comedy festival. Like a, a big part of it to me is about like raising girls with like princess movies. Yeah, because it's that parents. Like I was talking to my cousin yesterday, and she's a parent, and I could tell that like I was. Even though she said it was she wasn't being like this, I knew that she was feeling a bit defensive because I was talking about kids and princess movies and how it fucks with them. And she was like, Well, we're like that and I was like, I'm not calling you a bad parent. I know yeah. you don't even even if you let your kids watch princess movies, which she doesn't, but like even I if she don't. did, yeah, but it let's it's like, you know, parents are doing the best they can. But I've like looked up all of these movies as part of my show. And all of these movies like Cinderella, Sleep Beauty, Snow White, Frozen. Well, Frozen's like a new one, but I, I still think it falls into this trap. Yeah. Um, but all of the older movies are based on, you know, parables, basically. So they're Brothers Grimm or by Hans Christian Andersen. And they're all stories to get little girls not to defy their fathers. That's what it's about. So it's like right. yeah. the Little Mermaid, she defies her father, becomes a human. And then in the original story... Um, the prince marries the sea witch in the in the Disney version. Yeah, um, he doesn't. Ursula, um, yeah, she gets killed by a ship, right, she gets, yeah, no. which is also and so she's brutal because she, the evil person is fat. <laughs> she's fat yeah. and she's black yeah. and she's old, you know. Right. And it's like, well, the kids will get it, you know. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, they'll yeah. figure. Oh, she's I, Oprah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's your masterclass. You, you watch yourself. <laughs> 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 I can love Oprah, but um, know, so yeah, yeah, but um. <laughs> So it's like, uh, but in the original version, um, she, the princess, like, so the, the prince marries the sea witch and Ariel, the princess, kills herself by dissolving herself into the ocean or something like that. Right. And it's supposed to be like, girls, don't defy your fathers. Like, listen to your father. Right. And in all these stories, there's like a stepmother um, and it's like evil stepmother. But the mothers, the reason why they're all dead is because women just died in childbirth at that time. So, so many uh, girls had stepmothers. Right. Yeah. But it's like. What I looked into was just like this idea of like princesses as being happy. And it's just such bullshit. They're just slaves. They're just slaves who are pretty and have a lot of money. Because women right. were just kept so that they could have a womb and carry on the bloodline. So it's like this crazy thing where Disney took these tragic stories, like right. these horrible stories, and turned it into – and there's stories about women who had no – 
no purpose in their lives except for like yeah. getting married, having a baby. Because um, I was talking to someone about how, oh, so maybe Mulan is one of the good ones. And it's like, no, but even that, it's her trying to help her dad out because her dad yeah. can't go to war. So There's she has autonomy. to change and become a, right. a man or whatever. Right. Like, you know, because right. it felt like a good positive message saying a woman can be the strongest in the in the it's, army or whatever. Right. But it's, it's such, but with also all these stories are written by men. And like, yes. And it's just the men think that like, oh, but I'll make her like this. You know, like Belle in Beauty and the Beast, she reads a lot. It's like, wow, what a feminist she can read, <laughs> yeah. you know, but it's like, but, they're taking... but she's crazy because she reads a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And she's a marrying... maverick. Well, she's a marrying the, or whatever, ending up with the prince who's <laughs> abusive. I mean, that's yeah. what the beast is. He's this like he's a, abusive a dude who's Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I know inside there's a kind and it's like, no, leave. He's going to kill you, yeah. you know, but it's like, <laughs> he's a good guy. I know deep down beyond the fur and the anger me. and the yeah. rage and yeah, the, yeah. It's, it's like in real life that guy will murder you but ha. in the story so anyway so the thing that Disney does is that they turn this horrible existence into the goal for women it's like right. find me a princess who felt free there's a princess now in um in Dubai she's the daughter of the king I just posted about this on Facebook and she had she recorded this video before she tried to escape um, about how she's essentially a slave and her 30, you know, she's one of 30 kids. Yeah, and right. the other sister, one of them tried to escape like 15 years ago, was captured in London, um, tortured, drugged, has been locked away ever since. This woman tried to escape um, like six months ago. They caught her on a boat uh, in the Indian Ocean, took her back. And now, I mean, it looks like she's also been drugged and tortured. And it's like, this is a modern princess. She right. has it the best of any princess ever. She's trying to get out. And oh, she's trying to, she's a slave. She's, yeah, you know, she, yeah, there's a yeah. whole 40 minute video of her talking about her life. And you're like, this is a modern woman in a, mo you know, D Dubai is like a pretty modernized. I mean, it's, of course, it's like so, um, a rigid country, yeah. not country, um, city or what, uh, Emirate. But um, anyway, the point what is. About, what, about, what about Moana? Is that any better? I know I she's mean, still defying her dad, but then she was right. I watch it's Moana. Better, but it's better, but you know, <laughs> the god gets the what's his name? The uh, Maui, Maui, right? And he yeah. gets annoyed with her when they're on the boat, so he just keeps picking her up and throwing her in the ocean. I was watching that. I'm like, this is abuse, you know. And she keeps swimming back to the thing, and he's like, you're annoying me, and he throws her back in. And I'm like, why is this okay? Like, I know that it's like cute, and it's just a movie, and it's a, but yeah. it's like if you're annoying, he'll push you, and then you come back, and he pushes you again, and you. And she's annoying because she talks and she has feelings and opinions and it's like, shut up. Because the, you know? the power of those movies to kids is just insane. It does set up like what you expect. Yeah. You, 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 like especially for us with those Disney movies. But I look at my daughter is yet to see Frozen. Yeah. But she knows the storyline back to front. Yeah. She yeah. knows all the characters' names. She's and I won't. She Elsa or Anna? Uh, she likes to mix it up. Yeah. Sometimes she's Elsa and yeah. Teo's Anna mm. and sometimes Teo's yeah. Elsa. I'm Olaf. Yeah. <laughs> they're still beautiful princesses and their emotions are, you know, her emotions, um, Elsa, is what freezes the whole fucking kingdom. Yeah. yeah. You know, she has feelings and it turns everything into ice. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just, it's just, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, there's no healthy way to introduce Put, princesses as a role model 
So, um, but this is what a healthy is it? way to plug. We have to wrap we it got, up. Yeah, we yeah, got yeah. Wrap, yeah. We, we do wrap. wrap. So do you talk about this stuff in the new show? Yes. What's, um, uh, what are the details of the show? Yes. The show's called Too Much. Uh, it's oh. about me. <laughs> and um, it's I'm going to be at Adelaide Fringe. You should, uh, we should have this out by then. So Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. you, you go next week. I go you? next yeah. week. I have three preview what shows. What are the dates? The 21st, 22nd, 23rd are the preview shows. And yep. then it opens. And that's at uh, Basement, which is like a small theater. But then it opens at Rhino Room oh, on the 26th. Yeah. On the 26th for five days. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually I haven't either, but it's supposed to be pretty good. Right, and cool. then, um, and then I'm I have a full run at the festival here in um, Melbourne. Yeah, in Melbourne. For what, the t- any other any other cities? Uh, Melbourne's 28th of March to 21st of yeah. My uh, show opens April. the 26th because I'm in a different venue. Right, right. Um, I'll also do it for two days in Sydney. Oh, nice one. In May. Yeah, yeah great. And uh, any particular place they should go to get de- details? Uh, you have a uh, website? Comedyfestival.com.au. Correct. Right? Yep. Um, okay. Yeah. And, and or also Adelaide. the Adelaide, you know, okay. Google Adelaide too much. You're on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram? Instagram, Eve Elbow. Yeah. Is, uh, my last name means elbow. Ellen Bogan means elbow. Really? Oh, right, right. Yeah. Go check out Ellen. Uh, Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> Ellen <always laughs> that was the first that. time I met you. You called yeah. me Ellen, yeah. Yeah, Eve Ellen Bogan. I yeah. always get stuck on the Ellen That's part. Okay. Uh, yeah. But go check out Eva. She genuinely does destroy every gig I've seen you do Thank for the you. last six, one year maybe, I reckon. I I've never seen you have a shit gig recently. <laughs> oh, I have. I'm but... sure you do. <laughs> maybe, but yeah. yeah, but but yeah, it's an yeah. absolute uh, pleasure to watch your work oh, uh, stand up. So go check it out. Ben, you've got your show, Caffeinator. Yes, the Caffeinator. Uh, thanks to all the Fitbit listen- listeners who are actually using the promo code COFFEE. So oh, right. it's yeah, pretty very good. Clever. How many you, have you had a lot? Uh, yeah, I'm surprised. So uh, I shouldn't great. be surprised. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, it's still on sale. So head to benlamas.com or comedyfestival.com.au. But it is the caffeinator returns. Can I just say, though, I posted a video on Instagram just for the people who have been uh, just responding to me. I haven't put all the weight back on. I shot that a while ago. <laughs> And I'm about 127 kilos in that film. So yeah. there was been some. But even if you do, fucking chill out, everyone. We've mm. talked about this. I know. It's, so, it's a like, constant struggle. Yeah. Have you put easy. it back on? Are you okay? Hang on. What happened? I was like, yeah. it's fine. Okay. <laughs> just <laughs> quickly plug in mine. I'm, uh, my show's called Cheat Days. It's uh, I just finished it on Perth and it was really, truly incredible to see that many people who were listening to the pod come to the show. Yeah, that's great. Uh, it went really well. So I'm excited to be doing it again in Canberra, March 23rd, then Melbourne Comedy Festival, and then Sydney, May 11th and 12th. Comedy.com.au for all ticket details. Um, but look, I know we need to wrap up but quickly. We, I know we've had too many threads that we need to. I, 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 I'd hate myself if I don't tie this all up. With body shame and comedy, you felt like it helped you because all of a sudden you have this multifaceted thing. Is that what you meant by it? That when I was saying about stand up helping me, helping yes, me. helping you sort of deal with not hating yourself physically. I think for me, stand up is like the first thing I've ever. I mean, stand, after yoga, I really love yoga, but stand up right. is the first thing that I've ever done that I was like, oh, I really love this, and I know I can. Ooh, I know I can be good at it. You right. know, the more I work on it. And and that to me, I was like, my life is not just about like fitting into someone's idea of idea what, of what yeah. I should be. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can talk about stuff. I can talk about that thing on stage as well. Yeah. And I don't, it's like you just realize what you know. The I f- it's like it made me feel like my purpose has not is not about. You know, but, looking hot yes. for other people. Right. It's just about having a good life for myself and however I want to deal with my body or, you know, live my life that way. And finding that avenue to be able to express it all. 
Say that again. To finding that avenue to be able to express that all yeah. without that sense of judge. Like when you're on stage, you've got the microphone, this is who I am, this is what it is. Yeah. But isn't it the most judgy place of all? Where but you're at the same time, it's just free though, I reckon. Yeah. I think. If you don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you, I, I mean, I guess I'm sure I, I've seen you guys. I'm sure you feel this way. We're on stage. You just feel like you're in control. And yep. it's like, right. And it doesn't mean you're in control of everybody else, but you're in control of your own life. And if somebody were to heckle me something shitty, which people heckle, but they've like, never go said back like, to Kato. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'd be okay. You know, yeah, I'd be like, right. I don't, what, do, do you want me to be like more how you want me to be? You in the audience in the dark yelling at a comedy show you think that i should change i'm up yeah. here i'm making people laugh i need to be what you want me to be fucking kill me you know like right, i'm not gonna right, do that right. like you go do something else with your so i don't know the fear of other people's opinions has dissipated a lot right you know because okay, i think like, that makes sense right yeah. right right so where yeah. because you've been pushing yourself out there in terms of the stand-up word and you're learning to go fuck you if just because well, one just, person doesn't like me doesn't mean i'm right. a bad person it makes you i feel like i know more who i am right and it's right, a lot right, harder right. for that to be St- taken away by this arbitrary standard. And I mean, yeah, health is separate. Like, I think sure. it's like you can you can want to feel healthy and all this stuff like that, but it's like that doesn't ma- just because I don't the feel shape that, that health takes doesn't necessarily have to be the one that. Well, it's my business. It doesn't yeah. belong to anybody else, right? You know, and so to yeah. to wrap up, where so where are you at now at the moment with all of this? Oh, I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? A- <laughs> What a way to wrap it. Wrap it up. I feel great. I think Thank we'll have to get you yeah. back. We'll have to get you back and just unpack <laughs> that so final set. We, we didn't finish no, up. No, I, I feel good, everyone. I feel fine. Um, thank you for having but me. But thank you so yeah. much for yeah, being totally. so open and honest and sharing all of that. That's been brilliant. So we really appreciate your oh, time. Thanks, man. Thanks for us, for us me, having me here. Uh, yeah, it's been great. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Uh, take care. Uh, we will see you next week. Bye, guys. See ya.